People of Earth, how are you? My name is Al. Across the table from me is my good friend Joe. Hi, hey. Joe. Hey now, well. Together we do a podcast called Kind of Right, and that's what you're listening to. Also joining us this evening, it's our Valentine's Day special, everybody. And my Valentine, <laughs> the lovely, the talented cat, C, <laughs> is here. And she brought snacks, which is good because I usually do this show starving. By the way, (laughs) why am I getting yelled at about crunching chips in a microphone and both of you assholes are belching like giant, enormous... Well, that's part of the the charm. But now Al has to point out that Kat is actually his wife. Yeah, my Valentine. Everyone knows Kat's my wife. I talk about my wife, Kat, a lot. Not everybody. One of the three people that (laughs) listen to us may not know. We were supposed. They may have gone to the, took in a taken a bathroom break and right. forgot to put press pause or yeah, you know. So we have to like make sure. The original plan knows. was for both my Valentine and Joe's Valentine, the great Patty, his wife. But Patty is yeah, my wife's got like the flu days. or something. Like she's really sick. She's like out of work three days sick. That sucks. Burn up all that PTO. Although they work for the state. Well, she works for the state, and it's not. Uh, How does that work? Anything. But my wife to take to take three days off for her because my wife is from. She's a farm girl. Farm girls don't complain about anything, and she literally can like be missing an arm and say, "Yeah, everything's fine." They don't even complain like when you slip a thumb in their asshole. Oh, no, no, no. Well, does she com- not that I'm going to go no, there. No, I'm not your wife, but th- farm girls in general. She has definitive lines. Does you that know make what me I mean? a farm girl? I don't know. We're still trying to determine if farm girls get bent out of shape about. Well, I believe a that depends on the farm girl. Right. Farm girls, no. We're trying not to. Meaning all farm girls aren't like sheep. Not that we like to overgeneralize here on. Yeah, we right. Depends Although, on your farm girl. I was listening to My farm girl is not a uh, player in that direction. By the way, lots of... And that's okay by me. I sent you a text, but if you guys are listening and you don't listen to the clips, you got to listen to the last batch of clips. They're fucking, the Hawaiian one was funny. The Hawaiian one was the funniest fucking thing I've heard. I, I don't even were remember you, that conversation. Were you dying? You were right out of your fucking mind. I mean... I'll probably get... Fucking sued by the anti. I don't know if you'll get, the get Southern Poverty Law Center will have me on its watch. I don't know list. if you'll get sued, but somebody. Oh, show two reboot is up. Somebody might have a gripe. Oh, by <laughs> the way, I mean? Joe just show one reboot it was not show one. It was show nine. Oh, that's fine. Did you go in and change it? No. Well, because it. it really doesn't matter. Oh. Well, that's what I said. Who? Who's actually gonna know? But I said that on show two. When I said, old people have technology. In the in the description, I said, "Oh, by the way, show one reboot was actually show nine. That's fine. Because I was going, you know, I have this, and it goes chronologically be, because you're a fucking spastic. If there's a space between the the number sign and the fucking one, then it doesn't follow suit. Do you follow what I'm saying? Listen, it's not that hard yeah. to find a show. So, like, you have a, I go down the show, it goes, from, it goes from, like, you know, 
102. I try not to down put a to space. show number one. I try not to put a space then, between the new the number and the and, and the number and then, sign anymore. Then I found like, but then there's well, clips in there and shit. I didn't and have a I fucking found. system worked out until now. You took. Am I supposed to just have a fucking system made up? You should have a space I got in it there because if not, it's going to hashtag. We want it to hashtag. The number. So just like hashtag, hashtag one. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what a hashtag does. See, I had a Twitter account for about 11 seconds and I'm banned for some reason. Because Twitter sucks. Well, there's a huge... I like Twitter. It's how I get my news at night. Are you a Twitter member? I, I, I don't tweet. I follow... All the politicians, all the news agents. How I get my news? How it works? It works great for Facebook. It worked. Yeah, but I didn't follow everyone on Facebook like I do on Twitter. I listened to Joe. Joe Rogan had (coughs) Jack Dorsey on. Jack Dorsey apparently is the Twitter one of the founders of Twitter. Okay, and the current CEO. And he talks like this in like this monotone. Check. You know, slow fashion, and right. So everyone, not everyone, but there was a shitload of people that were pissed off at Joe Rogan because he didn't ask him the question. It's huge censorship going on on Twitter, on Twitter, on everything, on everything, on, on all everything. that shit. Yeah. Huge, and it's all left leaning. Um, and you know, Al the. The interesting thing is, Joe Rogan has a guy on, uh, had a guy on named uh, fucking Jack Poole, I think his name is. And he's, a, he, he's a young guy. He's like cat's age. Cream of some young guy. And he, uh, the, Demo- the Democratic Party is so fucking broken up into... It's all this. There, it's it's not the the individual on the Democratic side, and I I I'm not talking about JFK Democrats. I'm talking about wacky leftists. Let's yeah. forget about Democrat. Talk about crazy leftists. No, it's not about like the individual. It's about the group. It's about it's about this group. If you're not a <laughs> member of this group, meaning, okay, we just went through this thing where. There was a Democrat who, 35 years ago, in his yearbook, there was a picture in his yearbook. Neither one of the people were him. One guy was in blackface, and one guy had a KKK hat on. And originally he had kind of said, it might be me. Right, but it turned out it wasn't wasn't him. him. But then he had to go and admit that he did do blackface as Michael Jackson, which was a bizarre move in that whole thing. However... And I didn't know this. Apparently, Jimmy Kimmel and the uh, incredibly boring Jimmy Fallon dressed up as Chris Rock and Michael Jackson. When? I don't know. Like recently? Like since they've both been a host? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like this is fucking the last couple weeks or something. So it must have been before this thing. This is the problem with the what's going on now is that there's if you're not in the if you're not in the tribe, if you're in the tribe, you can behave like that. You know what I mean? It's perfectly okay. 
Because as long as you believe in all the bullshit that they, whatever they believe in. Yeah. Um, But if you're not in the tribe, then, and it doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or not now. Right. you're, You're not in that tribe and you can't do that. You see this lunatic? Well, never mind our junior senator from Massachusetts, Edwin Markey, whatever the fuck his name is. But this lunatic, they go. She goes by her initials, AOC, oh Alexandria. What is it, Ocasio fucking Cortez, with the Green New Deal, the New Green Deal, the Green New Deal. I don't know. Have you have you seen this? You know what the I, fuck I'm talking well, about? I, I heard that literally a paragraph. She in has there a that Green we, New Deal, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the par- there is a paragraph in there about recycling you your piss. No, no. Well, I didn't see that one. Yeah, that's in there. There is I read there's something in there that's not if that you long. Don't want to work, we'll take care of you. Oh yeah. Sweet. Not that you can't work. And I mean like as somebody that's fucking mental, like if I might have to take Tuesdays and Thursdays off. But I, it's not that I don't want to work. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. I do not want to work. Sign me up for whatever this crazy bitch is talking about. It's it's a there's a lot of talk though now about universal basic income, and I believe it's going to happen within my lifetime or your husband's lifetime, and definitely within your lifetime, because. Jobs are being replaced so fast by automation. Look, you can't take a 55-year-old truck driver who, and to all the truck drivers out there who are intellectuals, I'm sorry, but if you're a truck driver, most likely you're a fucking... There's a lot of guys in their 50s who are on a second (laughs) career doing it. You're not... You didn't quit medical school because you said, I want to get on the open road. There's very, very few. Bob decided to become a truck driver at about... Meh, this is see. her stepdad. If I was... Jesus Christ. All right. So it was probably like 20 years ago, and he's, well, damn near 70. What so. was his first job? Uh, he worked on cranberry bogs for like ever. I was talking... That's the kind of guy I was talking about. So, so there he are decided he couldn't do it, though. He couldn't, the, he couldn't. He couldn't hack it. It was like too mindless, and it made him go crazy. Like he was like, I can't, I can't stand it. I yeah, need, well, driving I need is something that doesn't driving suck. is fucking mindless and horrible. Yeah, for the most part, unless like, you're it. on it, unless you're on an adventure. So Al and he I were talking about adventure. like, because I did three cross country motorcycle trips. You know, now so. that's an adventure. Well, I've been in snow, rain. Hail. Are you a postman? And I still kept going. The hail was got a little scared. I got hail in Montana. And I got off the highway and went underneath the highway bridge or highway overpass. Because it started to like, it was so big, I thought it was going to smash my windscreen and the helmet that I had on. And it hurt. It hurt my legs. So... Wah, hurt my legs, wah. But. Ice is bad. Wah. Well, when you're going 70 miles an hour down the highway, asshole, <laughs> and you got fucking ice balls hitting your legs, 
flying out of the sky. You got hit in the face me, with balls? It's painful. Well, it's hail balls. They're not square. They're balls. Okay. So I had to get out from underneath the hail. But that goes away real quick and shit. But I don't know about um, driving. I don't think I could drive. There's a Although, you know, some people... Uh, Okay, so I got this new Chevy out there. You see that that, that truck there? Yeah, I saw. So I, w- I wanted to see, like, I'm curious because I bought it with 140,000 miles on it. And it, it's fucking mint. And I'm like, all right, what? Are, how long do they think these things are going to go? So I found, like, this Chevy Silverado Million Mile Club. So uh, John and, and Suzanne both retired from their jobs. And now what they do is they they uh, deliver campers to new customers. So somebody goes and looks for a fucking camper, right? And they buy it, and the camper's in Minnesota, and they live in Arizona. And somebody has to bring it to them. So there are people that just like, well, we'll do that. So they get a call from, you know, Minnesota Winnebago, hey, we got a we got a camper that needs to go to Arizona. You feel like doing it? How much? Blah blah blah, and off they go. So they had a million miles on a Chevy Silverado. That's totally my fucking retirement plan right now. That sounds like fun. Well, it does for a while, but you think you'd kill yourself? Yeah, but if it's optional, you're gonna beat your beat your husband to death or vice versa. But it's a way to see the country. But it's optional. You don't have to do it every time they call, right? No, no. Right. It's like so you're you on go. the you're on the now. Now, if you never go, that you probably get you know no calls. But you yeah. won't get the best. Like the person that goes the most probably gets the best routes for the best money. Out, I, I would guess. You know? I mean, but I'm I don't sure even know if that's like true. That, but yeah. Maybe it's just like, hey, they put it up on the message board. Who wants to drive from, you know, uh, fucking Pennsylvania to uh, Montana and deliver a trailer? And it's, we're going to give you $1,572 or $2,572 and, uh, you know, 13 or. 42 yeah. cents a mile. I think if you were doing it as like a main income, it would probably get fucked up. But if you're doing if it you as like a supplemental go. income and you were like, yeah. I like to have nice things, so I'm going to deliver this trailer this week, that's or probably you just, cool. Or you have never been on that route and you just want right. to see... Route. Like, I would like somebody to pay me to drive to Montana. I ain't never been there. And I'm going to tell you something. Not a lot of shit there, huh? Because... Just hail. My next... I said to... I was in Florida last week, and I thought about it. Now, I haven't been on a trip with Patty in a while because we got an old dog, Chuck, and uh, I don't know. Just a lot of things have come into play. We, you know, we've been to Florida and shit, but that's not for her. It's not really a vacation because we go to my buddy's house and we stay there, and she feels uncomfortable somewhat. And I don't I know. For me, that. it's a vacation, yeah. but for her, it's like, eh. So I said, "Why not just get an Airbnb?" Well, because I I gotten it. I've been watching these uh, climbing documentaries, okay, mountain climbing shit. Mm-hmm. Because I watched this documentary called Meru, M E R U, for those that can't uh, 
fucking pick up on the Meru, which is fascinating. And it was a documentary. It was shot by a guy by the name of Jimmy Chin, who also climbed. Good Irish lad. I think he's Chinese, Al, not Irish. Right. But his teammate, Conrad Anker, I'm guessing is some sort of Irish or Scandinavian. And then there was Renaud. Uh, Frenchy Frencherson. Renaud something. <laughs> but they climbed Meru and shot the movie as well. And uh, Meru had never been climbed before. No shit. And where is that exactly? Meru is in the Himalayas. Sounds it. Don't ask me if it was in the... I think it was in the Indian Himalayas. Not Nepal or whatever. It wasn't in the Chinese Himalayas. So... Tibet is... Oh, that's Tibet's China, right? And this was a grueling climb. And that... So I watched that, and I got into this like, these guys are fucking crazy. <laughs> so now, there's a there's a kid. I call him a kid because he's your age. He's 30... He's like 33, named Alex Honnold. And... There's a movie, and it just it just broke on on demand, on Comcast. Because I I literally I think I watched it last night or the night before. What's today? Thursday. I think I watched it Tuesday night. And I've had it like I went. You know how you do the on demand thing, and uh, and you go like it's the only it's the only movie I ever like bought and pre ordered. Wow. You know, like pre order now for eleven ninety nine. Yeah. And he climbs El Capitan in Yosemite without a rope. Okay? Fucking crazy. So El Capitan is 3,200 feet. Straight the fuck up. Now. And a lot of times it's like this on your way up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not even straight. It's like leaning back, climbing. Now, as a, as a, not a world traveler, but a country I've been all over the country traveler. It's it, almost impossible to capture large natural beauty on camera. And did we have this talk on the way from the airport? No, this is good, though. Keep going because you're right. So let me explain something to you, Kat. Because I'm fucking old and you're young. On my several motorcycle trips, there were vistas that were so beautiful mm-hmm. that you wanted to just sit there and like, I don't know, maybe have a cry or something. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like fucking amazing. And it's like, well, we got to bring this home. And I, I, had, I brought a tripod with me and I had like a really for the time because my cross-country trips were 97 and then 2001 and then 2003 so, so like, you had a good 35 millimeter that was well the best I'm well so, i had a, a digital camera too. oh there was a di- good digital camera then well digital I, cameras really weren't that good when they first came out i think i had a polaroid digital camera that was about the size of a half the size of a lunchbox yeah and then the 2003 trip i had a you know a pretty decent expensive digital camera. Well, yeah. it wasn't a Nikon or anything. I have never been able to capture the scale 
of natural beauty on film. You get home. You now this was when you know. Actually, they weren't digital because we had to come home and develop them. Yeah, thirty-five so millimeter. It was thirty-five millimeter, which is better than digital. So you can't. So if you watch it's like this movie, better than fucking MP3. If you watch, it's called Free Solo, and it's the guy. The kid's name is Alex Honnold, and the kid's a hoot because he kind of. He's, I don't know how to describe him. Like, imagine a passion. Like, I'm envious of not people with money. I'm envious of people with, with. I left high school. I stole the family van, and I went to Yosemite. And for the last nine years, I've been living in the fucking van, and I go out and climb every day because I fucking love it. I am so envious of people like that because they f- they found really early on in life what they love to do, and that is su- that that is such a gift. I mean, you 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 don't realize what a gift that is because the rest of us are like ah, you know, you're told ah, you're gonna go get a job, and if you make more money, you're gonna be wicked happy and. You know, and that's all fucking bullshit because it doesn't matter how big your house is. You can be in a fucking mansion and still be a miserable fuck, and most of them are. And this guy lives in a van, and he's fucking thrilled about it. And, you know, now he's got a girlfriend, and he they bought a house in Las Vegas, and he gives away half his money so that African kids can have, like, a fucking light bulb in their mud hut. <laughs> and, and he climbed El Capitan without a rope. You know, and so he's Spider Man is basically what you're well, saying. Well, yes, mm-hmm. I'm right. It's okay. You can he's an it. interesting yeah. dude. They put him in an MRI machine. This was part of the and the amygdala. Apparently, that's your fear area. And they had a control, like you know, a person that's at normal state and what's going on in their amygdala and in his amygdala, like nothing was going on. And he said interesting things like, well. Now, he's got this beautiful girlfriend who loves him to death. And um, Let me back up a little bit. There's a couple things in this movie that I caught. One was, well, I was really never hugged as a kid. So I saw people hugging, and I said, well, I, that seems to be something that people do. So, you know, I started hugging people. You know what I mean? So that's fucking weird. Yep. That's weird. Do you agree? Yeah. I'm like, what do you mean you weren't hugged as a kid? And I mean, but there were pictures of his dad. His dad died when he was 19 or something. His parents got divorced. His mother only spoke to him in French because she was a French teacher. And and look, I'm not beating on his parents because he's not upset with his parents at all. At all. But apparently his, his uh, father was like had some sort of an Asperger's deal going on and the guy could, all he wanted to do was his passion was traveling, and that's all he, I don't know. But he was talking about, like, well, you know, I was never really, uh, I didn't know that people hugged. And so he said, afterwards, he was talking about, you know, the girl. And I said, well, you know, I was thinking about it, and, like, if I had to, like, you know, choose between a girl and, and, and climbing, uh, 
the choice is climbing, obviously. <laughs> he's, he's, that, that's what he does. He climbs. He's a climber. So, uh, what was the point of this? The point is climbers climb, baby. Climbers climb. He has a fucking passion for this like crazy. And, uh, and an amygdala compared to a con- control group that has almost no fear. However, in this, in this documentary, not to be a spoiler, but he started an attempt, and they call, when you go to climb a mountain, it's called a push, okay? Mm-hmm. And then, or, or a rock face or whatever. And then the push is made up of a series of pitches, okay? Okay. And pitches tend to be around 150 feet, which is, I think I have this right, which is tends to be the length of a rope. Because the way that people climb is usually in a team, and one guy will climb up, and as he climbs up, he puts, you know, like the they have little things that you can stick into cracks, like, and it's like yeah. a spring-loaded cam, and then you can hook your rope into it, and then the guy down below, he, if the guy falls up above, you you know, grab onto the rope and then he'll only fall like 15, 20, 25 feet hmm. and then the rope catches. And what if the guy at the bottom falls? Well, the guy's connected to the guy at the top so he can't very, fall very far. Oh, okay. Do you follow what I'm saying? So they're yeah. tied together with safety things that as you climb, you get to, you know, when you find some place where you can put one of these little gizmos, there's, there's all kinds of various gizmos that attach to the rock and you can hook your rope into. So so you're not falling 150 feet or 3,000 feet to your death. Oh, getting back, I know what I was talking about, scale. So every yeah. human creation that I've ever seen and whether it be I've seen it in person or whether I've seen it in on film or in a magazine, which I guess would be on film, um, you can see the person and then you can get the idea yeah. of how big it is. You can't... Al Capitan, when I watched on my 55-inch HD TV, I can't get a sense of the scale of the thing. Okay. Because... They can't keep, they can't focus in far enough so that you can see something that you see every day. Mm-hmm. Meaning, like, if they flew a 747 past the fucking thing in the frame with the top and bottom in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then maybe you could see it. But, like, they can't, when they back the camera up far enough, and this could be as high a resolution so that you can see the top and the bottom. There's no way you can see a person on there because they're going to be like a the, a sharpened number two pencil prick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, they're definitely a prick, that's and for sure. this is the problem with trying to, like, it, it's not impressive on film. This is a 3,000-foot right. fucking rock face. It's You can stand... Three Empire State Buildings on top of one another. It's not impressive on film. 
And I understand that. So Patty and I are going to Yosemite. Cool. That's our next trip. Because I said, I have to see this fucking thing. Because I know from past experience that what I'm seeing on, no matter how, whether it's IMAX or yeah, a 100-inch TV, I understand. there's no way that they can get, like, it's this big on the TV and a fucking 300, well, there isn't a 150-foot spruce tree you can't even see. Right. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So I you can't, guess. you see it and it looks big, but you have no idea how big it really is because you have nothing to compare it to because when they zoom in, you lose the top and bottom. Right. And you're just seeing a, a section of rock with the person. Even if the person is the size of your, you know, your pinky nail and the the piece of rock is the size of the entire television. So you have to this is why it was so disappointing when we got home from our cross country trips cuz like the Grand Tetons are if you heard of Jackson Hole Wyoming. Jackson Hole Wyoming is very uh, popular with the celebrity folks. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's Jackson like, Hole is huge. It's a it's one step below Aspen. Same oh. idea, but it's like that. And you ain't getting a room there. We'll put I don't it know if way. it's the one winter. step below Aspen. Watch me, bitch. Because I bet Aspen and Jackson Hole is way better looking. Oh, Jackson yeah, Hole is by, I mean, orders of magnitude, because the Grand Tetons are between Jackson Hole and. What's that fucking uh, national park? Yosemite? No, it's not Yosemite. I, I don't know. I fucked I it all guessing. up. Uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. Begins with a Y. So you go from Jackson Hole north into Yellowstone, and you go past the Grand Tetons, which are on the left, which I've got about 100 pictures of. But even with Bob Malone in the frame, it still doesn't... Like, you look at it, and you go, eh. It's so just... I, I get what you're saying. I've seen in real life the Great Barrier Reef, and I've never in my life seen a picture that at Matches all does it, it justice. Yeah. It right. just doesn't. Right. So it's natural beauty is very hard, and natural scale is very hard because things are so big. You can walk into the, you know, I can, this is why, like the Grand Canyon's big. Right. And my problem with traveling, like I don't like being on a plane. Three Me hours, neither. Three hours to Florida, I'm I'm antsy. So going to Yosemite, I'm gonna need some sort of a pill. Try flying to Australia. Or how are you gonna um, how are you gonna fly there anyway? Where do you fly to? Well, flying to Denver then back. No, 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 no. Yosemite's California. Oh, Chicago. Chicago. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought you were still talking, talking Montana. About. No, no. You, you could fly right. I'm sorry. You, Yosemite is... You can fly to San Francisco. San Francisco. Okay. You can fly to San, Fresno. San Jose. They call it like Fresno, Yosemite. But I've... They're tricking you. Because I've ridden through Fresno. And let me tell you, we were going to... I was going to stay 
our meetup spot was in Fresno. And I went through Fresno and I said, I'm not staying in Fresno. Yeah. I'm leaving. So that day was uh, 800 miles on the motorcycle. And I stayed in San Jose. And then the next day I went up through San Francisco. And you know something? I don't know why my father didn't mention Yosemite. I don't know why none of us caught it because it would have been... I, I went to San Francisco and then went east on the Donner Pass and we could have fucking swung over into Yosemite. And I would have... That was... You know, I went to uh, um, Sequoia National Park yeah. on the same day that we were going to stay in Fresno. And Bob... Uh, Bob and my dad stayed in Fresno, and I went to San Jose. And I guess none of us thought of it. Well, none of us thought of uh, seeing El Cap, because El Cap, El Cabadan is the biggest rock face in the world. No shit. Like, that is, that is like, this is climber central. If you're a rock climber, climbing El Cabadan is... That is the that is the you know you do that and you've you've now there's 47 routes up El Capitan. There's a there's a uh, documentary out now called the Ta the uh, Don Wall, and there's a there's a fellow by the name of Tommy Caldwell, and uh, this kid was well he's in his four I think he's he's got to be in his 40s now but he uh, it's just a brought up as a climber and he went to Kyrgyzstan or something as a kid with his girlfriend he had this climbing partner and you know th these people that are eventually are really good get picked up um, by sponsors you know and they pay them to go places and climb and take right. pictures of them because they're using their rope or their Carabiners yeah, and, and well, and they're wearing like the North Face fucking jacket yeah. or hat and shit, so they can show like the number one climber. Well, they got, I think it was Kyrgyzstan or some some fucking place over there in pre-Soviet, you know, post-Soviet fucking, and they were up on a portal ledge, which is literally so you climb up the mountain and you it gets to be nighttime. And uh, Whose phone is ringing. It's not ringing. It's just fucking buzzing. So a portal ledge is literally a ledge of, uh, made out of you know you hang it off the cliff, and it makes this flat surface so you can sleep in it, knead in it, and shit. And it's like a tent. Well, some of them are like it. I think they're all like a tent, but you can take the tent down, and it's just a ledge. And it's hung off the cliff by rope. Because how else, you know, you got to sleep somewhere. So he was in. Man, hopefully you're not a restless sleeper. They <laughs> you were, zip yourself in. So though. they were on the portal edge. I wonder if there's enough room for your 9,000 pillows on a portal edge. Can you bring nine pillows with you? <laughs> you can't. You can't. And, and taking a shit off the portal edge is wildly interesting, especially I'm if sure. you can't waste. You can't just shit down on people like you have to shit into a bag and just it's not for me. Yeah, None no. of this is for me. No. But I find it fascinating. Wait, wait. 
You have to shit in a bag. Yeah. Because so you, you have to you have so, to catch your own feces in a bag. Right. Fuck that. So they were getting shot at in the portal edge. Oh, really? In Karagistan. And they probably had bags of shit with them, too. Yes. I mean, why not just throw the shit bags at people? Well, I don't know. That doesn't do anything with to the bullets, I don't think. Now, were they being shot at just by random idiots, or were these no, people no, didn't no, want there them was to... A, there was a fucking war sort of deal going right. on. So they got captured. Just oh, boy. Shit at them. They got captured, and they ended up with... Uh, they ended up with one guy, who, and there were three of them... And this dude, Tommy Caldwell, pushed this fucking dude off off the cliff. No shit. Because he, you know. Oh, he thought he was dead. No, no. What do you mean? He Maybe he was pooping in a bag, missed no. the bag. Yeah. So, all right, they were on a portal edge. Yeah. And rebels came up and said, they started shooting at them, so they all came down. And they were kidnapped. And one of the kidnappers was taking them somewhere. Yeah. They didn't know where, but it wasn't wasn't going to be good. So he pushed the guy off the fucking... So guy. they had an opportunity. I mean, and this terrorized. This, the kid was fucking horrified yeah. by doing it. But he's like... We would have been you know, dead. We're going to be dead. And ended up the guy lived. Oh, wow. But they watched him, like, fucking bounce off of rocks on the no way down shit. and shit. Jesus Christ. And... So the girl that he was with, uh, he ended up marrying, and then the, the fucking relationship fell apart, and then he was all fucked, and then he said, well, fuck this. I'm going to climb. Uh, Tommy, if you're listening, sorry, I'm doing my best, dude. I watched the documentary a few times. He was all fucked up, and he said, well, I'm going to climb the Dawn Wall. And the Dawn Wall is part of El Capitan. It's never been climbed. And they call it the Dawn Wall. It's because where the sun hits first in the morning. Mm -hmm. Okay, They call it the Dawn Wall. So he spent six years. Imagine, the, imagine how passionate you got to be. He spent six years finding, trying to fuck. Because the reason why nobody attempted to climb the Dawn Wall is because it's like fucking, it's, this, you know, you want to climb shit with a bunch of crevices and fucking cracks and like little handholds and footholds. Well, this was like smooth granite all the way up. Right. So he spent six years finding like shit that was semi-climbable. And I'm talking about like there'll be a fucking piece of granite like this. And I'm for you at home, I'm, I'm showing an earplug. And they go and they fucking... Oh, by the way, in this documentary... He sawed his left, I think it's his left hand, finger off right about here. Why? Which, which, because he was working with his wife on building something, and uh, he up. was on a, using a table saw, and he got sucked in and oh. got his finger off. Which the doctor said, well, you better go find a new profession, because... You know, this is like pretty key to fucking grasping key, shit. Key to climbing yeah. on his left hand. I believe it was his left hand. Maybe it was his right. So I hope cut, it's not the hand he cut uses. his finger off. And right, everybody said he couldn't do it. And I mean, he couldn't climb. This guy has found more roots on El Capitan before he did this Don Wall 
than anybody before. I mean, like, first ascents. Right. Meaning, before he started climbing, there were, say, five routes that people had done before. You know, because, I mean, it gets down to... It's interesting, because on a 3,000-foot wall, it gets down to, well, okay, on pitch two, you put, you know, left hand up here, pick left foot up, put left foot in, uh, go up a little, grab grab knob, you know. Do and, the hokey pokey, you turn yourself around. Like, right, that's like what it's all about. Like a sticking out, and you fucking grab onto it like that, and that's what you got. Yeah. You know, it's 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 unbelievable. Especially if you're going to climb it free solo, which this Alex Honnold did. Right. You know, and this was no, e- there's no easy route. Like, there's easier routes than, uh, how do I say it? There's easier routes, of course, but it, it ain't like the easiest route. You and I are going to drive to El Capitan and climb yeah, it. Yeah, right, right, right. You know what I mean, Al? It's We're easier, but it ain't easy. It's easy, but it ain't, it's fucking frightening. Yeah. And uh, so this dude, and I mean, this, it, I think he's an amazing, hey, maybe he's a fucking asshole. And, uh, you know, Tommy, if you listen to this. So he, he had lost his wife. He threw himself into climbing this Dawn Wall. Okay, and I think it's a more impressive movie than um, than Alex Honnold doing the free solo, mm-hmm. but that's pretty impressive too. And it was done by Jimmy Chin, who was the guy that that did Meru. Mm-hmm. So it was wonderful cin- cinematography, right? But so was the, whoever did the Dawn Wall was as well. So he he literally put like an ad on Craigslist, and some kid from who was a they a boulderer. Okay, yeah. so like there's big boulders out and people climb them and shit. And this kid was like from Sacramento and he was a boulderer. And he said, hey, I, I like what you're doing and I'd be interested in doing some shit. So this guy, Kevin Jorgensen, I think, came along. And uh, the two of them climbed and there was a one, there was a traverse they do. So they go up and then there was a traverse and let me put the, try to put this into perspective. There's a rating system that climbers use. You guys look wildly excited about this. I'm looking at the eyes starting to roll no, back into your head. Work it. So there's a rating, admiring your there's t-shirt, a rating system <laughs> for, for you know, how difficult something sure. is. Sure, kind of like a ski slope. Sure. But in reverse. So I'm going uh, to try to do this justice. There are more, uh, like, hard, this climb, every single pitch, which which is, a, you know, an increment of, like, 150 feet, I think, it's the length of a rope, which there are, like, 30 pitches, so that sort of works, right? The math sort of, 30 times 150 would be 4,500, so some pitches are smaller, some are longer. Somewhere 100 feet. So every one of these pitches all combined together was harder than every route fucking combined on El Capitan. You know, it was impossible. Nobody thought it would could, could be done. Right. That's why it took this 
guy six years to sort of find a route. So there's, there was this traverse that they had to go across, which was one of the pitches. So the guy that he had with him was having an awful time. He couldn't make the traverse. And Tommy had made it and gone up several pitches. Because you basically, you know, one guy goes up, then comes back down, and then the other guy sort of goes up, and yep. then you both complete the pitch, and then you go to the next one. Right. You know what I mean? But this guy could not make this traverse. So Tommy Caldwell had made it to a point where he could, like, finish in two days. They spent 19 days on the wall, by Damn. the way. 19 days on a portal edge. No, thank you. You know, shitting into a bag. Because this is Yosemite. This is a public Do you at least get to pee park. off the edge? No, I think you got to piss into a bag, too. Because you might be peeing on somebody. I mean, maybe they shouldn't be walking down there. <laughs> True. And, I mean, they were resupplied and shit by other climbers. You know, so, I mean, which I don't think matters. They Because they wanted to do it in one push. Meaning, a push is you start. And you end up at the end of the end of the time that you're on the wall. You never come back down to the ground. Right. Meaning you can go up and do like ten pitches and then come back down to the ground and spend three weeks, you know, somewhere else and then hit the wall again and start at that tenth pitch and go to the eleventh and you know, it still counts. Yeah. But to do it all in one push, meaning you're not getting off the wall until you start, you start climbing. You stay on the wall until you're you're fucking done. So this Tommy Caldwell could have finished. He had like a maybe a day or two or of and he could have finished and left this kid that he, you know, didn't really know that well. Yeah. But, you know, spent six years with him or five years with him coming every they were climbing in the winter too, because apparently in the wintertime it's drier. Mm. And the rock, you can adhere to the rock better. You can grab onto the rock better. Um, but it's still fucking cold. Yeah, right. And I mean, like, it's not as cold as here, but it would get to, like, 30s at night. Sure. So, cold enough. So, he got to a certain height, and he said, you know, it's so... This is why I found the, the guy really cool. He went back down and said... To the to his partner, who he doesn't know that well and doesn't owe him anything, and he would have been the first guy to ever climb this fucking thing, and it would have been unbelievable. Nope. And he went back down. And he says, "I I don't want to climb this without you." So he literally like spent six extra days on this portal edge, and anything could have happened. There could have been a fucking snowstorm yeah, or something. Right. But this kid actually eventually made it across the traverse and the two of them climbed together and they finished together. And so it was a really cool documentary in a lot of ways. Yeah. You know, it there was the the you know that that pain of a breakup, divorce, uh the the passion that the the kid had for uh the guy had for climbing the, the loyalty that he had for the person yeah, that, right. that worked with... Uh, there was a lot of, like, this is a good human 
this is a good way to live as a human being. There were a lot of lessons in here. Like, yeah, you might climb it yourself, but you know what? It would, it's so much better if you bring your pal that's been working with you. It would mean so much more. And, you know, and you could feel it. Very raw and instinctual type of thing. Like, you want to sit back and go, listen, it's not that important. This guy's fucking pursuits. But. No, the, the, it's the, not. It, I mean, but in the grand scheme, who gives a fuck? If, whether it's somebody allegorical for fucking life. I think that's what. Yes. That's what's turning you on about it. Well, what turns. I love watching anyone that's passionate about something that doesn't involve. You know, monetary gain. Yeah, I mean, it's like I love Elon Musk though too, because I mean, the guy's a billionaire, but I don't. He's not doing this for the money. You know what I mean? I'm sure he likes having the money, but the, it's not the money. He's right. not driving him. It's he's a hell not, of a perk. He's not working twenty hours a day. I mean, I think he's had two wives already. Probably because he works fucking 20 hours a day. He's what about gone old, all the time. What about the old Oracle there, Warren? He, he pretty much... You want to say it's not about the money, but that's what it is. He, he, it's, about, it's about finding these companies that are yeah. the thing undervalued. Yeah. that I find interesting about Warren is this. Warren says things that are so like, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just so like fucking commonsensical that, but it's, they're they're little things that you go, well, of course. Somebody's got to be the best at everything. That's the other thing. Somebody's got to be the best. But uh, Elon Musk is the best at what he does, probably. Who even know how do you, how well, do you even just quantify what he does? Elon Warren's Musk the best at what he compared does. Compared to compared to say say you can take an Elon Musk and then compare him to a Warren Buffett, and there's no comparison. No, Elon Musk is changing the world. Right, that's okay? what I'm saying. Jeff Bezos is changing the world, but not... Oh, by the way, Amazon is not building their new headquarters in New York, it turns out. Well, Jeff Bezos... They got turned the fuck away. Well, which I didn't even know. He's got a what company? He has a rocket company. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's got a space company. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know he had a space yeah. company. Him and Musk are actually doing a project together, but he, he does separate shit, too. Musk is single-handedly changing... Like, we wouldn't be thinking about... My, my buddy down at Florida has a, one of, uh, has a Tesla. Cool. Now, I rented a Dodge Charger with a Hemi motor in it. Less okay? cool, but still cool. And I thought... with I've never been in anything as fast as that Tesla. Meaning, acceleration-wise. When you hit the, say you're at a stoplight and there's a school bus you got to get around. This thing is like a rocket. And nothing, there's nothing you can buy other than maybe a dragster that is as fast as this car. 
what Elon Musk has done is he's made something that is probably something that should it should we should be driving electric cars and he's made it cool you know what I mean are you hooked up what are you going to take a shit no it's off I'm going to put it on if I have to say anything my, uh, but are you pooping? My partner Al is going into turn on the fan, you fucking sick bastard. He said he's peeing. Oh, he is peeing. I can see him in the mirror because he didn't close the door. So he's way. changed the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you don't really until you. There's been a lot of electric cars. There was a Chevy Volt that that was out for a long time before Tesla, I believe. Yeah. Nobody really, you know, gave it much thought, no. but. Tesla, you think about it, and what he did is he made he made it cool because not only it's electric, so you can like go, but electric cars are built and they're boring. You know what I mean? It's like you mean like a Prius? Yeah, uh. a Prius. Ugh. You got a Pri- I got a Prius. And you just lost your dick, and you you grew a pussy too, didn't you? I've actually been you know, inside. Have you ever been inside of a Prius? But it just sounds terrible. Prius sounds like, forgive me, homosexuals. It sounds gay. Uh, yeah. Have you ever seen that guy, the and it looks comic gay. guy with the puppets? He he'll tell you the sound that it makes when it's coming up is, um, gay. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking gay. You get in a Tesla, it's a fucking look cool looking car and it's faster than anything you've ever driven so instead of being like i'm a prius so i have no dick it's like look how big my dick is look at my balls my fucking balls are dragging behind the car because it's so big right the See, tesla now that's what you is need in a unbelievable car. so it's taken the the you know instead of being oh well you're buying it because it's all environmentally friendly which I was talking to your husband about on the way because I did a lot of, a little, I did a lot of, uh, I did a lot of research when I was down in Florida. And environmentalism is like a new religion. It's, it, it's a religion, and I say it's a religion because you can't disagree with anything. Right. And if you say <laughs> anything like, "Well, you know what? I don't think climate change is a closed debate." The re- the people in the religion will immediately get up and skewer you. I have to say, the other but day I, I was can, at work. And I, I can so- point to things. I can show you things, and I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get talking, and I'll yes. shut up in a second. You know but you I can point you in directions, and I can Ooh. show you things where you will go, "Wow, that is very interesting compared to all the shit that I'm hearing about." as far as carbon dioxide being the primary driver of climate change. You follow what I'm saying? And yes. I will let you speak. All right, so the other day I'm at work, and this guy, this is a sales guy, and he's talking to the other sales guys, and he goes, I thought we were in global warming. Do you see how cold it fucking was today? It is February in New England. You know why it's cold? Because it's February in New England. Right. Like, I'm really just, and I'm sitting there and I'm just, I was walking by. I was not part of this conversation. I was on my way to the break room and I just, he just sounded like such a fucking moron. 
It is goddamn February in New England. You want to know why it's cold outside, buddy? Geography. Because it's February, or and it's February. Fucking time and geography is the reason. But he's like, oh, I thought this was global warming. It should be like 60 out. Not in goddamn February. Now, if you were in Florida, maybe. If you were in fucking Argentina, yeah, but or Brazil, or Mexico, or Anywhere near the equator. Argentina gets Have you noticed cold, that global warming? Oh, you don't. Up. You don't hear about global warming anymore, because global warming, the term, has been replaced with climate, climate change. change. You can't call it global warming, right? Because it doesn't encompass all of the effects. I get that, but this friggin' no, moron. No, you know why? Because the climate change people have made it, you, made it seem like you sound like an idiot if you say global warming. No, have you ever seen that movie, The Day After Tomorrow? Yes. I hate that movie. With Dennis Quaid. and. Yeah, I hate that movie. I don't hate it. I've I never it was, seen it. It was an entertaining film. Is Ben Affleck in that? Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I was picturing uh, Dennis Leary. Dennis Quaid, huh? Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal. Probably the last big song. movie he was it's in. A, it's a sci-fi movie, so you know I'm not really into it, but it's not as fiction-y as... I mean, it's like an exaggerated potential of climate change result. Like, the world freezes over entirely, and it's a second ice age in, like, 48 hours or some bullshit. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. But... And then it gets out of it? Nah, everybody dies. Yeah. Oh, really? A lot of people. Well, maybe but I will like, see that. But it's like you're—they're standing in the like building. Like Superman doesn't show up and fly around the world in reverse and reverse the effect. Nah, he probably should have. But it's like as you're standing, like say we're standing in this room, like it would take twenty seconds for the entire room to freeze. Like it would—it would start like you'd see the ice coming across. Is there the any table, karate like in that movie? Uh, no. There's a lot of ice and Dennis Quaid. Any and snow. Any, hey, where the fuck's my pizza? Any bare breasts? Um, I was wondering if that's why your phone was ringing a short time ago. If like you oh, know, shit, pizza guys aren't that smart. They probably can't follow directions. I know. I was a pizza guy. Take a deep breath. I don't think it should be cold. Because we didn't need that. Pretty good. Calm down. He wasn't like he wasn't being that serious. There's a microwave. Yeah, fine. So we're back and. The pizza guy's here. Pizza guy, what's your name? Hi, uh, I'm David Schofield. Oh, you have the <laughs> where's the pizza? So you don't have to Al use your has last the name. Pizza. It's right over here. So what up, dude? What's going on, guys? This is interesting. I'm kind of a new delivery kind of guy, so this is Oh, it's a new job for you? Kinda. Of. I've been working, I don't know, three you weeks. Oh, I wish. My <laughs> <laughs> No, my manager I was already late today, actually. So, so you said you've done a podcast before? We'll totally back you up if yes, you say you got lost. One. Oh, cool. Around here. Are you from Plymouth? No, I'm from Taunton, Mass, actually. Oh, you're Taunton and you're delivering pizza out of the West Plymouth hey, store? Tips, Do you know that? Tips are what? better here. You want to hear <laughs> I could only imagine. An interesting fact. Love to. The Taunton CVS never runs out of Adderall. Really? Yeah, oh, I don't know is that why. the CVS that you go to, Joe? No, but I mean, they have these... Uh, they have these fucking shortages of Adderall. Yeah. So I'll go to like the one where I usually pick it up, and they go, oh, we're out. Uh, there's a manufacturer's, and then I go across the street to the CVS, and they say the same thing. 
And either Lakeville or Taunton always has it. No shit. So people that live inland obviously don't take as much Adderall as people on the coast. Adderall is delicious. Well, Adderall will keep you awake to do a podcast, which is how I'm doing this one right now. Oh, yeah. that's. I mean, I'm a college student. I live by it almost. Where do you go to college? Uh, Bridgewater State. Cool. Neat. I took a, I, I took a class at Bridgewater State. Number theory. Are you learning to be a teacher? Because um, that used to be what no. most people who went to, went there for. Yeah, well, my grandmother actually went college. there. It was. It's not any. They called ago. it a normal school. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, no, I go for criminal justice. Oh, cool. Good for you. You don't want to be a cop, do you? No, I do. Don't. With a criminal justice Please degree? Don't. don't. I mean... Hey, I mean, this might be why? the one guy... We talk about I, cops I a lot on this 21. show. Like tw- I'm like 21. You go to the academy. Why? Get stuff done. But why? This why is a kid who wants to, to be a cop for... Uh, remember, I'm always saying no one becomes a cop for an altruistic reason. For good reasons. I do bet you, you he's the one. This might be the one guy. You want to kill Why do you want to be a cop? I want, no, no. You want to at least kill one I'm going to love it, to be honest with you. But uh, not too Why? much of a killer. You you want to see all... When you become a police officer, all you know. see... It, now, if you're going to college, that means you're not stupid. No, I graduated with a 4.0. Woo! So, <laughs> you, see, you don't belong in the police force. Cause you don't belong really, living in Taunton. I don't know, because I want to move up more and kind of like... Is your he wants to be the chief yeah, or the commissioner. Father, my father wanted to become a cop, and some stuff happened with him. He's you a don't want to be now. a cop. I'm telling you. All you see is the worst side of people. I I know. Or you, the Both. best sides. You never no, know. No, no. You see the worst. You, you see people. Depends on the time. Can you not kill his optimistic spirit? No, I get this all the time. I want, no, I time. want you to go do do something creative. But you like, don't want to be so hard. You know why? Because all they want to do. Look, you're gonna get into it, and you're gonna realize all this is is a. It's a cop, jail courthouse system in which every year we have to we have to make we have to justify our existence because crime for the most part is dropping because like there's fucking cameras everywhere oh yeah you can't get away with shit you can't steal no more you go to a store and there's 400 cameras and it covers every single area and like i'm 55 so 30, when I was in college, if you had a dispute with someone, you beat the shit out of each other. Oh, yeah, no, And no. then the police showed up, and they said, ah, well, who started it? Today, there's no, that's not tolerated anymore. And oh, I no. think that's a good thing. However. They're both locked in the fucking legal system the, now. The, the police, the legal system, is too many laws, and... The police prosecutor is trying to, like, prosecute everyone. So people are starting to look at the police as, now, you could be a change agent. So I'm not trying to crush your dream. I'm just saying that, have you seen the, you know, militarized police kicking down doors of somebody's house where the guy is, you know, hey, maybe he's a bad guy. Um, but, you know, he was doing credit card fraud. You know, like he doesn't have really. machine guns. Yeah. And his kids are screaming and his wife oh, is no, horrified. I understand, like, police brutality nowadays. I love current events and all that kind of stuff. And I think most of it's completely, like, ridiculous almost because, like, 
you give someone that kind of power and people will abuse it like no matter what I think so there's always going to be those corrupt people but like me myself going into it I don't have that kind of mindset I know but you're I want to go in and kind of change it I was at the parade but you can't. There was so much. You I saw can't. Just you, a Super Bowl parade? Yeah. Oh, really? There. They were beating on people? I oh, didn't hear about like, that. And it was uh, like a little racist, to be honest. Yeah, oh, well. Well, of course. They're Boston cops. <laughs> Boston cops <laughs> are a bunch of racist yeah. motherfuckers. We talk about that. Where? At the Super Bowl? Oh, oh yeah. You're talking yeah. about the parade. Yeah, yeah. yeah the parade. Oh, my God. Well, well, those people but probably should again, be beaten. You got to look at their aspect and like kind of be like, they've been dealing with drunk assholes all day. I mean, they but like that, they're gonna grab someone. If they see a little instance, they're gonna be like, "Okay, I'm like, you get worked up over all these. Just it's all mass holes. It's two almost two million mass holes in one spot." But you can't, <laughs> you can't beat the person oh, up. No, that's like because you've seen too many people being assholes. Yeah, but because I mean, they're all assholes, and you just gotta go. You know what? This yeah, is a, It's just a job, man. All it is is a job. There's always two sides. I get to a it. paycheck. I don't have to, you know. Yeah, there I, was a I good agree, scene in a in a movie, and well, you know what it was. Have you ever seen the movie Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze? Roadhouse, who's no. probably been dead. Have you ever watched be, Family Guy? Before you were born, yes. Where he yeah, just walked around going Roadhouse. That's now, the movie. You gotta go and watch. Look up Roadhouse. Watch Roadhouse with Patrick Swayze. It's an awful movie, by the way. It's a great movie. <laughs> it's awful. It's not it's steeped in any near reality. It's a cult it's classic. It's ridiculous. And yeah, I'm a big movie guy. So, well, then you the need to see this because Kelly Lynch is, is in it. Patrick Swayze. Do you know who Patrick Bond. Swayze is? I heard the name, but I can't do face the name right now. But he's yes. in Ghost. Right, he's dead. So very dead. Pancreatic cancer. What you year were you born? Let's hear this. Oh God, you got no. Nineteen ninety. Hold on. Ninety-seven. You're 22, you said? 98. 98. I, I was born 2000. <laughs> oh, he's Evan's age. <laughs> I yeah. built this fucking oh, house. Oh. I started building this houses on so the So you just graduated high school? Uh, a year ago. Oh, I'm young God. for my age, obviously. Same with my, my son graduated a year no, ago. There's yeah. nothing wrong with being young. So here's the deal. You're a freshman then. In college, yes. I used yeah. to go to the Southern New Hampshire University, and then I transferred to BSU. What? What? I go to SNHU. Are you serious? Yes, I do. Whoa, they kind Kill of... It. And yeah, Joe's lunatic back. sister works for them. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to... I do the College for America her program, name, though. Not, not like regular SNHU, yeah. Because uh, my, my employer my pays By the way, Nancy, I know so you're listening, oh, baby. Wow. Yeah. So, in Roadhouse, Patrick Swayze comes in, and he was hired to clean up this horrible bar where... The bouncers were beating the shit out of everybody, and he says, he sat everybody down, and then, you know, some people were dealing drugs and shit, and he goes, well, you're gone, you're gone, and you're gone, and the rest of the people were sitting there, and he goes, this is just a job. If someone comes up to you and says, you fuck your, your dog. <laughs> What's the matter? You still got to check it's the other day. It's just your, it, just say, okay. Well, all right. Yes, I do. <laughs> it's just that a bitch job. is tight. And one of the guy goes, "Well, how about if somebody says that I fuck my mother?" And he says, "Yes, I well, do. do. That you? bitch is tight." And he goes, <laughs> "Well, no. Well, then it's just a job, and take it outside." So the point is, you know, you have to have a police force. 
Obviously, to keep order. There's, you can't have an anarchy. No. But what we have is a... It's an industrialized police force, meaning if the police, the police force can't get any smaller, because when you get into it and you see how corrupt it is, you're not going to be able to... I'm not saying maybe you are the guy that could change it. But what I'm saying is you get into it and you start to realize that, oh, fuck, it's not just about, you know, helping people or policing people or stopping crime or arresting criminals. It's about numbers. It's about we got to we got to have numbers that that exceed the numbers we had the year before. So we can increase the budget that we get. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not increasing your budget, you're not doing your job. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. And we're back to the money. And that, <laughs> it's all, it all comes down to money. And the most corrupt, I talk about this on this podcast all the time, the most corrupt police force. In America is the Massachusetts well, State Police. I don't know in America. Oh. So I don't know. Massachusetts State Police is an absolutely broken institution. They need to That's tear it up and my, start over again. My professor Blow is it up. A, no, thank you. But uh, prof, my professor is a NYPD old chief there. Yeah. And um, he talks about how messed up and screwed up even just to try to get into the academy and get go like through the mass state, whatever, even regular police force. He says it's completely different, and they have all these different names for people. When in New York you were just a patrolman, or like you actually had rankings, right? And you're all kind of the same. Well, the Massachusetts State Police has a scandal every six months. The one that they have going on now is where they were now, and they paid a, an enormous amount of money. If you are in for five years, you are a uh, trooper first class, and your base salary is. I want to say it's $100,000, okay? You're not going to make that at the Plymouth Police. And then you can work overtime. And they, there were, I believe there's 20 or 30 that are uh, a combination of alleged and have admitted to making up fake overtime. And oh, I've never, I've never heard these stories before because I know is, cops directly, and obviously they're not going to. This tell is me going on right, on right now. It's in the news right now. Really, and you can Google it on your phone later. And I'm not trying to like this isn't. I'm not Google an, Massachusetts State I'm Police overtime scandal. I'm anti. <laughs> I will. I will. Cop. I love all this kind of stuff. Okay. I. I am. I mean, I'll admit it. I want to become a cop, and I am a little like I'm like I kind of agree with what you're saying with all this kind of stuff, and I kind of like it's a small, it's like a I'm a small fish in a big pond trying to fix this kind of stuff. How are you gonna fix that shit? It's hard. It's but this went all the way to the top. It went all the way. They found that that lieutenant. They've got lieutenants and then captains and then. Because the Massachusetts State Police is set up like a military organ, you know, it's a military yeah. uh, system, ranking system. So, all the way up to the colonel, and they got, you know, they're trying to fix it. And the problem is, is if it was just Massachusetts money, this probably would have been swept under the rug. But the problem is, they were doing this on highway jobs 
where there was federal money involved, Ooh. and now the feds are in. And now when the feds get involved, then it gets a little scary because it's not like, oh, my buddy over here can fix this. It's all... It, yeah, it's serious. It's well, it's yeah. Serious they're like to pit bulls with. there in the FBI. So latch onto your leg. You know, and look, they're not letting go. I'm not anti-cop, but you know, I am. I don't. No, I can't say I'm an. You have to have police. I'm not an anarchist. I am. I've never. I'm not an anarchist either. All right. You know. So if you have no police, no, no, you know, you know what I'm talking then about. Then they're gonna. They need to fucking rip it up and start over again. Find young men like what's your first name again? David. David. Find young men Maybe like David. I people. think it's we need my to generation. young it up. We need to young yes. it up instead of have yes. it. How about nobody can be a cop older than twenty seven? You can be a cop from the time you're nineteen till you're twenty seven. I mean, How's that? Thirty five. Well, one of my things, here's my thing. No the only black people can be cops. That's a good one. Only? Only black Only. people. But then that starts a whole... Why? Yeah, what about black why? people because being because rude to white people? Well, what, th- what people want... Because I took a first-year seminar class at Snow, which was all about the LGBTQ+, and all about... Okay, only all black and down. gay people can be cops. But okay, then they can be then, rude to white people. And then people. that starts them being a higher class than straight white men, straight white women. No, 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 no. That's how they, they will abuse that power. And you know why? They will become a minority. And no, no, no. Because we're just talking about police officers. So black people... They have the power, though. Black people know what it's like to be oppressed. Yes. Black people... Here's the thing about black people. There isn't a black person that's of your age... That hasn't, and I'm sure you have black friends. Oh, yes. My best friend. Ask, ask him if he's been followed around in a store. Okay. Just because the color I've of his skin. I've been with him. Uh, we got pulled over. Um, he was in the passenger seat, and we were leaving uh, uh, elementary school playing basketball. Right. It was, oh, it was late, 10 o'clock at night. Get that o'clock. mic a little closer. Sorry. And um, we were leaving, and... Apparently, someone was trying to break into the school. We didn't know. We didn't see anything. Didn't hear an alarm. And a silent alarm was tripped. And there was a basketball court behind the school. And we are pulling yeah. out. And we were just leaving. And I told him to get his ID out because I know how everything works. So I just have your ID ready. He goes to grab his ID. Where The cop, hand on gun, starts yelling, hands on yeah, the dash. Always up to the door, rip it open, ripped him out, shit. ripped me out. Uh, and then felt us guy. all up, searched you know my whole car. About. See, and this is, this is what's gone the crazy. The militarization... Of police, it's it's insanity, and the reason I say, and I mean, it's sort of tongue in cheek. Look, I understand that in the, we can't have just say all police officers are go, now going to be black. However, what I mean by that is you need people in there that understand that that know what it's like to be treated like shit. Yes. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I know what you most mean. People, from that most standpoint. black folks understand what it's like to be, just because of the color of their skin, yeah. what it's like to be like, oh, he's going to steal something or he's going to do something mm-hmm. bad. Just because of the color. So they have that compassion that's inherent that will aid them in that type of job because they're like, well, this is the way they used to treat me. I have two points yeah. to make. 
Okay, I gotta go, guys. One I'm is so that sorry. this poor guy All right. needs to get back to work. David, yes, I really listen, gotta go. Papa David, Gino's thank you manager, for bringing... call us. We'll tell well, you. Go. What's we a good excuse? Like, what's a good excuse I can use here? Just that it took tell forever for yeah. the customer to get. I'd be like, I was banging on the Just door. I didn't want to leave again and tell him to come back. Yeah, tell him you lost. Then I called him and tell him he lost his credit card or whatever. If there's an issue, lost credit card. That's a good one. Lost credit card. Yeah, there you go. Lost credit card. All right. Oh no, wait. Don't you phone the credit card in? Over the phone. Yeah. No. Here's here's what we're gonna do. When we're done with the podcast, we're going to call and say, hey, My we had a delivery issue. And then this young man, David, was so persistent that he got us our food. And we are so grateful right, for his you. service. I think he'll be all right. I'll legitimately make I that I don't think call. you need don't to help play. the poor kid out. He'll be fine. I think I need to come up with excuse. So thank you, guys. Babe, thank you. Tell them. Yes, we I gave it back did. to you. We did. I'm going to say... I have, you well, I'm gonna have f- to go look for the receipt and lost it. I'll fill out another one if you want. No, I got it. No, I got it. All right, good. You got it? Thank All right. You. David, hey, be careful out there. Good luck at school. Bye. Yes, please. Right. Don't you. become a cop, please. <laughs> you're too smart. Uh, he was such a nice young man. Here's my other point, is that you're saying that black people know what it's like to be oppressed, so they won't be oppressors, mm-hmm. but some of them are going to be spiteful and therefore will be more substantial oppressors. True. But and don't black people own more black slaves in this world than Yes. Not in the United States, Al. Nobody owns any slaves in the United States. No, it's a it's a tongue in cheek thing because of course you can't you can't make a new law that says only black people should can become cops. I believe though that if all black people all cops were black, that policing would be better. I really do. I don't. I don't think that's the case. You need a decent mix. Is the is the thing because well, you're going to have of all, or you're at least a good screening let me, program. Let me try this again. No Irish person can ever be a cop. We've we've come to that conclusion. Because well, yeah, at the very all least, the Irish. It's fucking well documented. And I am Irish. No Irish person should has ever be fucking the the temperament to become a cop ever. So right. all Irish should be immediately fired from the police force. And no Irish should ever be allowed. If you're one quarter Irish, you ain't allowed to be on the police force. And I, I think I'm half Irish. So I can never become a cop because I don't have... All Irish are raised angry. Right. And they take it out on everybody else. By so, the way, I don't know if you know this, but... So Al I'll drinks so much vodka that he is now Russian and texts me exclusively in Russian. He does. Yeah. Well, you know, I didn't know you could learn that from Smyrna. Uh, Google well, no, translates. Google Google translator. Uh, yes, he translates all of his text messages via Google, and then I have to go Google them to understand what he said. <laughs> well, it's fucking tedious. He goes through, but he has these phases. Your husband's an amazing man because I've not I've known him a long time. I agree, a hundred and ten percent. He, but he is an amazing tomorrow. person. Remember how fat he was? I'm a getting while there ago? again. He was like three hundred and something. I was like more to love, baby. More to fucking love. And then I've seen him go up and down like I don't know eight times. Listen, as long as I don't wipe his ass, I don't care what the fuck happens. Because you're right, he's an amazing person, and that's all that fucking matters. Oh, you guys are making me blush. Uh, no, that's just the liquor, baby. Uh, th- my problem is, 
is the that liquor. It, it takes your problem is that you use is is in a sentence. My, my pro- problem is is my problem and be that yeah, that's not fucking good English. That either, I, uh, Mr. English major. It takes a lot of booze for me to get drunk right now. And it takes less booze for your face to get pink. Yeah, that's fine. I get that. <laughs> I've always had that. Same with my brother. But I have to have oh, a pint. I need a pint <laughs> a pint of vodka to get a decent buzz. Well, then why did you only buy yourself a half pint because of fucking Irish I don't want to drive home shit-faced. Oh, so like I, you did on Tuesday. Gotcha. So, I wasn't that drunk Tuesday. <laughs> you were by the time we went to bed, though. I you had, were only oh, home yeah. for like 10 minutes. Yeah. So I can have a half pint and two beers. And Except by I'm two beers, drunk. what you mean is four beers. No, no, no. No, no, one can. One. Where, where, where? But the no, other night you, I had... Are you totally back on the sauce? Or oh, where are heavily. You? I'm trying not to the drink beer. The problem is neither one of us cannot drink right now because we're both fucking not mentally strong individuals against alcohol, so fuck it. Yeah. Well, that's not true. It's I've about seen the size him quit for months. Yeah, but that's when there's not other people drinking. We can't seem to get the get on the same page at the same time with the drinking and the eating. So we're going up and down together, and it is what it Fuck is. It. I have a fucking blood test in two weeks, and then a physical. Are you, guys all, are you, are you all worried about it? No. Uh, no. The only thing I'm worried about is... Nope. Who gives a shit? The only thing I... I really wanted to not have type 2 diabetes, and if I get down to like 230... I won't have type two diabetes. Are you being told that you're gonna get this? I have Has type two. I have. I'm a. Di- I have multiple type two medication diabetic over there. I'm on. I'm not, I don't mm. take insulin. I have type two diabetes, which is just from being fat. You never told me that. I'm pretty sure. That motherfucker eats metformin no. like M and M's. No, I think you told me that you're. You don't want to get it. No, no. Oh, has it? i has it. I've got diabetes. You didn't tell me you had it. Oh, because then I would be yelling at you like. Fucking stop it! Listen, yeah. I have to fill up a fucking pill case for this motherfucker every fucking two weeks. But here's the two, thing: hey, seven I medications. My, I told you my Florida story. Did he tell you my Florida story? No. All right. So I was down in, in Naples with a buddy of mine who I've known for thirty-seven years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, talk about diabetics. He's an insulin type 1 diabetic. You don't have to take a microphone to the bathroom, you fucking weirdo. He has been a diabetic since he's 13, and he's had two kidney transplants, and both kidneys are now burnt out. Okay? So n- now he's on home dialysis. He's 50, oh, I didn't know that. Yikes. Yeah, 56 years old. I have a shunt. <laughs> I have a friend in his mid-20s that had to have his fucking kidneys replaced. So. And now he sells sex toys. The reason that he does not have his original kidneys and that none of his two transplant work have worked. Well, first, the first transplant was a kidney pancreas transplant, so he was not a diabetic. And he imagine went, he went to the doctor's... Testing the cold, and the testing. doctor gave him some. Yes, medic- we hear you testing. You don't. You don't need to test the microphone in the bathroom because nobody needs to hear you urinate. Good. What? Why is he got? He took him. Shit! Turn on the fan. So. No, he thinks the thirty seconds it's going to take him to urinate. He's going to have something so important to say that he needs a microphone in the bathroom. He's never taken the microphone to the bathroom. 
bathroom. Because he doesn't he usually go in the bathroom, right? Because I'm not here. No, he goes in the bathroom. Oh, well, we just, I, he's just someone being, just starts talking. He's trying to show. I brought up. I brought the I other microphone because I thought we were going to need four microphones tonight. That's so, all. so you just feel like carrying one around? Yeah, it's fun. So at any rate, it doesn't matter. He he is who is he is. He wouldn't be who he is if he was like cared about his diet. But he he tells me like my doctors. He's told me this for you know the better part of forty years. That, yeah, my doctor saying I can drink. And I'm like, do they say that you can, like, guzzle a fucking fifth of vodka and then <laughs> right. drink fucking 24 Bud Talls in a row? Right. I don't think they told him that. And he's one of these guys who's... A, he's a small guy. He's not a big guy, too. You know what I mean? No, he's not medium. small. He's medium. He's medium. Well, compared to you. And you. He's a medium guy. His fighting weight's probably well, 165. What is Ira, a tiny guy? He's... Very skinny. I mean, Chris is six feet tall. I mean, he's not a. Really? And so is Ira. So they're not tiny people. I know. Compared to us, they're not. Well, I weigh like two fifty. Chris weighs one ninety five. You think he weighs one ninety five? When we when we were in Key West, I would have put him at like one seventy. Did he get heavier? Guys, My I feel guy. bad about David. Do you think he's going to get fired? I think I should call no. them and tell no. them. That we held him no, no, no. If you call him and tell them <laughs> that we held him hostage. Well, because he's like, like I have to come up with start. an excuse. And I feel like I feel like he's going to get in trouble. I don't want no, him to lose his job. He he's won't. a good hey, kid. You know what? I think he might. He's a good kid. Uh, he'll, if he's gonna, he'll lose his job if you call. I don't think that's the if case. He, uh, don't call. If he's going to become Stop a cop, it. he has to learn how to lie. Yeah, he's got to learn to get himself out of these fucking situations. So oh, I just feel so he bad. He could have said no. He, he said no, and then he's like, "Oh, the allure of the microphone." It was, it was peer right pressure. Down. I feel like I feel like they should know we peer pressured him into podcasting. So, and they can listen, and they'll know that we peer pressured him. I think it should happen. We I didn't even tell him the name listen. of the show and where to listen. Exactly. To it. So he <laughs> has nothing to go on. I should call them and be like, Hi, "No, yes, they're not gonna I fire should. anyone." Stop he it. said he was kidding? late. They might. Listen, you don't understand what these fucking entry-level minimum wage jobs are like. They're bullshit. I'm telling you. They'll be like, oh, you sneeze too hard. You're fired. Go suck a dick. I'm telling you. That's I how this shit works. I can't imagine that they're lining up to deliver pizzas at the West Plymouth Papa Gino's. They don't give a fuck if they can replace you. They'll fire you anyway. I'm telling you guys. Y'all don't understand. Yeah. I've been in this fucking... You'd be doing him a favor if he gets fired. It really won't though. Not right now. He <laughs> needs us to get job. through. He needs us to get through. Yeah, Actually, as a matter of fact, I should have told him that he could work at my my job. Right. It has you can some, hire him. some retail stores that are hiring right now. So at any rate. You guys are gonna get him fired and it's fucked up. No. He'll yeah. be all right. He'll be fine. Oh, I feel so guilty. So we went he out. He didn't even take the chocolate I gave him. My buddy oh, sorry, and I mm-hmm. we drove and we went down out. Out, out on Saturday night. So, I didn't know he was drinking. Did you know I was drinking? No, I don't care whether you drink. You have your kidneys. <laughs> and a pancreas. I do. And I a have bladder all and of them. liver and all that stuff. This guy doesn't have any kidneys and he has to dialyze. I didn't know he was drinking. So, we went out and his assistant, Dawn, is... Uh, She's she's a youngster. She's like forty four or something. But Dawn's real cute, and she's very nice, and she is uh, like, what her boobs look like? Wild. Well, she's wildly uh, protective of him because he's 
uh, maniac. <laughs> well, no, he's I, like you know, he's well, he's like me, sort of like you know. Uh, well, Eddie needed two hundred dollars, otherwise they were gonna like turn off his fucking water and his phone, and you know, he gives them two hundred dollars at the end. He's a general contractor. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's, you know, Don looks out for him and like gets the money back from Eddie otherwise that Chris would otherwise never get back. You know what I mean? So she's awesome and she's got three kids. And Chris, you know, that's between, a lot of fucking kids. Yeah. Don's got three kids between the ages of like thirteen and nine, and Chris has <laughs> a twelve year old. Chris has two DUIs. So we get to the bar and we're sitting there and Chris orders a beer and a shot of Jaeger. Yummy, except not really, but yeah, go ahead. So after like, I had three beers and maybe a shot or two, and he had two beers and two shots, and Don had two glasses of wine. And I looked at the two of them. We were sitting at the table kind of like this, and I looked at him and I said, Don's here and Chris is there. And I said, listen, we either got to go home or we got to... We're gonna we're gonna Uber home, and I'll fucking Don. If you gotta get up and you, because Don was sitting like where you are, and I said Don, I'll pick you up in the morning. I'll bring you back, get your car, and go about your day. But if Uber's we're gonna drink miracle. some more, we're fucking Ubering. Uber's are we on the same page? And she said yes. And I looked at Chris. Al was sort of. Kind of where Chris is, or Chris was sort of where Al was, or whatever. Mm, kind of. I told Al this story on the way home, I believe. So I got a I got a nod from both. You know, while looking at they their were eyes. So it was time to go. <laughs> Did they lie? It was time to go, and I said, "We got outside, and uh, Chris went walking off, and he got the car and brought it around. He goes, come on, get in.' And I said." No, Uber, no, no, son. no. I said, we're, because he had like four beers and four shots of Jaeger, and I had like seven beers and three shots of Jaeger, and Don had four glasses of wine, which means all of us are over the limit. Whether you feel drunk or not doesn't matter. It matters that you're over the fucking limit, probably by a lot. And I looked at Don, and I'm saying, I'll never go out with you again if you don't fucking get an Uber. I said to him, I said, go park that fucking car. And he kept going, oh, well, get it. Come on. It's only a few, you know, it's two miles to the fucking house. This was five glasses of wine, just so you know. So you bombed? No. no. She's immune also. So, yeah, but if they took your blood test, you'd fucking be over the limit. Well, they can't Like have when I my crashed blood. my scooter, I was 0. .26. Well, that's fucking up there. Seeing Listen, I have a normal. DUI, and what I learned over. from that was, no, officer, I will not take a breathalyzer. Thank you. Well, well, that gets you, you shit suspended still, for six still months. Just take My shit got suspended away. any fucking way. Yeah. What the hell difference does it make? So that's what my I did. thing is I this. didn't take a breathalyzer. I'm down there. The two of them are out because of me. So it's because I, I got thrown this after the fact, like, Hey, you can't tell us what to do. And I'm like, well. I can, however, be the voice of reason. Shut the fuck up. So at any rate, he went. I was yelling at the two of them. He went to park the car. And, and I decided I didn't know what they were going to do. 
because I was drunk anyway, and I just fucking left. He walked home. And I walked home. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently they were looking, driving around looking for me, which makes them even more stupid. Yeah, because you must have walked the route that you drove there. Or did you know your way around enough to... I kind of went behind... You kind of serpentined a little bit? Yeah, because the directest route was sort of behind a couple of shopping malls, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then pop out, so I wasn't on the sidewalk, so they must have been going up and down. (laughs) And it was like two and a half miles back to his house. Wait, can where, where, what town is this? This is Naples, Florida. Never been there, okay. So... I got home, and he's it's a he's in a two story house. And when you walk in the door, you can see upstairs to the there's a big railing and there's the TV rooms up there. And he's like, "Where the fuck were you?" So I walked upstairs and I said, "The next time I say that we're gonna take an Uber, and you two you agree, we're gonna take a fucking Uber." <laughs> he goes, "We were looking everywhere for you." And I said, Did you look in the Uber? I said, all you got to do next time is just fucking take the Uber. <laughs> <laughs> and then we don't have any problems. I heard that Lyft is cheaper than Uber, but I like Uber. I've never tried Lyft. and uh, They keep sending me a thing for like free fucking rides or something. I don't know. However, this was another logic path because I was laughing on the way home and I thought about it because, you know... This is a guy I've known forever. And we made a deal. So it was a logic path that I was able to give another logic path. I was able to give my daughter for screwing me out of, you know, the money she owed me. 50% off my next head rides with Lyft. Well, if they screw you, just say that, you know, Chris Jarvis said they weren't serious. (laughs) But, uh. All right, look, we're going to wrap this up. How long have we been on? An hour and a half. By the time we're off, it'll be an hour and average. Well, my wife is actually here instead of waiting for my lazy ass to get home so she can feed me the delicious dinner she made me. Well, how about if you shut up and just let it fucking happen? <laughs> let what happen? The fucking Happy podcasting. Day. Oh, we always... We, well, then why are you over there like, well, we have to wrap up. Well, I'm old and I need to go to bed because I have to work a real job. Well. Because we talked about everything that... We had to talk about. I feel like there was a distinct lack of talking about me. <laughs> so, have we talked about naked pygmies or anything? No. Right. See, another very valid topic I that has not only been discussed. Naked pygmies should be police officers. Let me ask you a question. An yeah. honest question. Absolutely. All right. This is stemming from a post I saw online the other day. I'll answer any question. If a woman, I might, I might lie. Or a hundred women in this case. If a woman referred to her external genitalia as a vulva, do you think that as a man you would correct her and call it a vagina? Uh, I don't think so, no. So there's an, there's an article online called 100 Vulvas or Vulvas, 100 Women Bear It All, something like that. And there's literally a picture of a hundred vulvas. And a man posted and said, they're called vaginas. Oh, my God. You should have let me end the show. There was a man mansplaining vaginas. Now, uh, how about if you suck all of you. my dicks over there, Mr. I should have ended the show. I don't know what a vulva is. That's 
fe- external female genitalia. But it's not the entire vagina, right? No, it's see, the vagina is the inside part, and the vulva is the outside part. That reminds me of the classic. Uh, so if you say vagina, thing. that doesn't include the the, the outside. two sets of labia. No, it does not. It does not include anything external. A vagina is the canal between the vestibule and the cervix. I didn't know that. Is that true? Like, I mean, fucking like Google know, it. Yes, you know I this. have these things. Yes, I know that. Well, no, yes. you can have them, but it could still be wrong. No, I mean, Google it. Go ahead, you got Google open no, there. I, I see believe it. Go you. ahead, Google vulva. It'll. Tell I believe you. you. If you if you say, so, the vulva is the. So, what do you call the entire female genitalia? Genitalia. What would the female genitalia? Kind of like we have cock and balls, and they're different. The vagina and the vulva are different. Exactly. Except no, because I'm talking about internal so you, things. Yeah. Okay, so you would say, so the vagina is the internal part, and the vulva yeah. is the external I part. Like right. Right. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Precisely. Well, yes. I, you know, you learn something new every day because I thought the vagina meant the entire female okay. organ. It reminds me of that classic Seinfeld episode. Did you see every Seinfeld episode? I forget. I I've probably seen every Seinfeld episode the, twice. The, However, I haven't seen a Seinfeld were, episode since nineteen. They were trying to remember a woman's <laughs> name, and they only could remember that it rhymed with a certain part of female anatomy. So I, they settled on her one. name being Malva. So they kept, <laughs> but her name was Dolores. <laughs> so they kept referring to her as Malva, not Dolores, because they couldn't remember. You know what I mean? I mean, close enough. Because Malva's not a the, name, but it was hula- the, it's hilarious. I mean, the, the, the genitalia that rhymes with Dolores is part of the vulva, so that works. Speaking of big, stank vaginas, uh, Ann Coulter's not too happy with the president. See what's going on with the border wall? He's going to sign in. No, he's going to sign the bill. Anything. He's going to sign the bill to refund. Yeah. But the White House has announced that after he signs the bill to, re, you know, for the funding of, of Congress, so they don't have to shut down, he's they have announced he's going to declare a national emergency and divert funds from something else to build the wall. He's gonna going do it. to get. Can built. I just tell you that vaginas are way more interesting a topic than fucking walls? Well, I was going to tie it into vaginas Ann Coulter's stank vagina. Yeah, no. That was a nice try, but no. Nobody wants to see Ann. Nobody wants to see Oprah's or Ann Coulter's vulva or vagina (laughs) or anything near it. So, as you could imagine, he's meeting with praise from some people in his party. Some people in his party is like bad idea. Some people on the left are like even even Ann Ann Coulter on the right is saying. He just guaranteed that we have open borders now because he's never going to get funding for any fucking wall, is what she's saying. She might be wrong. Nancy Pelosi said, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. Some Democratic, if you want to set that precedent, some Democratic president could, you know, declare a state of emergency and, you know, end gun ownership. A national security. Well, Nancy's in a party... That is so broken and so divided that the chances they're in trouble. And 
I haven't been watching any. I gave up all news. I don't know whether Al or you or watch any of the news anymore, but I've given watch it up. I don't watch any cable no. news. And I'm pretty much a YouTube watcher. And I watch like long... I love watching like educated people talk about things rationally and... They go. Well, oh, you a, can't see that on TV. Then. That's a good point. Not way, rather than five people. people why in did a you not put sexual like education on your list of topics that were discussed this evening? Screaming at each Why do you other? hate me? So why do you hate me? There's a uh, there's a thing going on with the social media, particularly Twitter and Joe Rogan. I, I watch Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, a lot, and I, I watch the people that I'm interested in hearing from. Like sometimes he has some meatball on that talks about hunting and shit, and I don't care. But he had he had Jack Dorsey on, who was one of the founders or co-founders of, of uh, Twitter. And apparently, like somebody like uh, what's her name there? The, who's that female comedian Al? No, the other one there, Kathy uh, Griffin. Kathy Griffin. Apparently, she said she's saying horrendous things and not getting banned. And someone that she said just is horrendous. Something mild is on, on that has a different point of view is is getting thrown off of Twitter for forever. Right. And uh, it's. It's a big deal because these, you know, like the president of the United States communicates to the public on Twitter. Mm. So Jack Dorsey has the power to ban the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting position that we're in right now. Yeah. Today. And I believe we're going to see antitrust legislation at some point. Um, because on top of it becoming irrelevant because information is going to become so with AI, which is a topic we're going to start discussing a little bit of, mm -hmm. that I, I told you on the way, ride back, I spent so much, I spent a lot of time on AI and a little bit of time on quantum computing, which is fascinating. But uh, that's because you got a really big brain, Joe. No, not really. But uh, I, I'm interested in a lot of shit. And the interesting thing is that uh, there's a guy by the name of Jordy Rose. So if any of our three inter our listeners are actually interested in any of this shit, Jordy Rose was the he was a founder of D Wave, which built the first quantum first commercially available quantum computer and then he went on and he was a co-founder of Kindred which they built uh, I don't know some other shit and then he went on to co-found another company and now that are building robots that can be compatible with AI mm -hmm. so this is a and this is a Canadian dude and he's wildly interesting, and there's some videos of him on YouTube. 
basically saying that like the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world are just you know like Facebook is a fucking joke. And right. They're picking low hanging fruit. Sure. Right. Yeah. They're they're trying to make a lot of money, but they're really not fucking doing anything. And you know what? I tend to agree. It's sort of like because basically Facebook is sort of like in the mind control business. Yeah, they you, you know, know they know that you get triggers your fucking serotonin or whatever the fuck levels yeah, every time I mean, someone clicks off dopamine. that they liked or looked at, huh? It's dopamine. Same dopamine. Thing. Yeah, I mean they figured it out like It's a pleasure center thing. So meaning somebody could like say you get uh, the way it was explained to me like uh say you post something on Facebook and then 80 people at the same time send you 80 likes. Yeah. Well, they'll take it and they'll their their algorithm will slowly feed you those likes. Yeah, right, right. No matter right. To keep you coming back. Yeah, so right. So to keep you your eyes on there so they can show you more fucking ads and yep. that's how that and you get that dopamine fucking high. Yeah. I and quit that cold turkey by the way. That's why he's addicted to Twitter now. I'm not addicted to it. I read Twitter. I don't, yeah, but I don't tweet, and I'm not looking for... I don't tweet, because I have no followers. I, I have an account, and I'm deleted, and I don't know what I did. I don't really understand Twitter. I don't think it Me makes neither. sense. Me neither. I have a kind of right Twitter account that I comment on, like, Nancy Pelosi's shit oh. and stuff like that. So I go, that's because you're a melting hag, you cunt, and try to get blocked. And I put, listen to kind of right on kind of right on SoundCloud. I By do a lot way, of that. I texted you saying I found a way to possibly get not not to get more listeners, but to tr- maybe drive people to take a look. Okay, how? And it's sort of like this. Anytime you're going to go on YouTube, sign in as... Kind of right. Kind of right. Yeah. And as you're watching whatever you're watching... Make a comment. Go to the comment section mm-hmm. and like a bunch of shit. And maybe make a comment or that's two. That's what I do on Twitter. And and that's why we had that 300 might, listeners last week. Is that is that how, why? It's also why your penis is receding into your body. Because Twitters are fags. <laughs> <laughs> Twitters for fags? Yeah. I don't, I've never understood Twitter. I don't understand. It's a really good way to follow celebrities and, and yell at politicians. Yeah, but nobody follows you. So if so nobody you comment on their really shit. Really good way to shrink your penis. Nobody follow I mean, I'm yeah, not looking who, to get followed. So I don't if tweet I join Twitter today, yeah. right? As your penis would shrink by like 3 quarters of an inch. <laughs> well, then it would be an any. <laughs> right. See, that's the problem. So I'd go on to nobody f- is following me. So if I go to some you know, so I go to Shia LaBeouf's, and you comment on him. All of Shia his LaBeouf. million, all of his million followers can see your comment. Yeah, but nobody's gonna look at my comment. A lot of people read the comments. Well, no, and fact, spe- every time you say Shia LaBeouf, your penis shrinks. <laughs> well, Shia LaBeouf is a cunt. I don't. He fancies himself a fucking tough guy like Has Lawrence a O'Donnell, cunt, but pretends he's, he's a, a cunt. Shia LaBeouf. That's I interesting. Think- you picked him because he's a loudmouth cunt. 
That's right. That's yeah. why, while I heard something about him, yeah. he did something recently. There was some fucking up, because Joe Rogan was making... He, like, attacked somebody. He's one of these guys like Alec no, Baldwin you know, who feels Joe like he Rogan can punch anyone at, he wants. Joe Rogan goes to the comedy store every day yeah. to work on his shit. And he was joking that Shia LaBeouf was there. Mm. And Joe Rogan's a little guy. He's 5'8". Mm-hmm. But I think Joe Rogan could is... He, I'm not fucking with Joe Rogan. No, I'll go up one side and down the other. It just beat me to death. Yeah. So I think he likes to be able to do... He doesn't want to do it. He just wants to be ready. He's one of those guys that wants to be ready just in case. Sure. So when he was... He was laughing about Shia LaBeouf because when I went to when I was going to karate with Kung Fu, the thing that I found about you know when you learn how to punch and shit and you actually got a little bit of and then I went down to New York and and won and then I quit karate because mm. I said well what else is way I know everything <laughs> um. Is that it humbles you a little bit. You don't really feel like beating anyone up because you like know you can. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a weird thing. It's kind of a so I think that's the Joe Rogan aspect. Like Joe Joe Rogan knows that if somebody comes after him, he can kick their ass. So he doesn't ever want to get in a fight. Right. Whereas somebody that's not sure and they're like, I gotta test myself mm-hmm. and I'm gonna go fight, you know, the guy that just won the MMA thing and have my teeth kicked into my fucking back of my head. Right. You know, that's the difference. So he had mentioned something about Shia LaBeouf, and that was... He didn't say anything like Shia LaBeouf's a cunt, but he sort of... The smile on his face said it. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Shia LaBeouf is a cunt. But... Has a cunt. Right. And a vulva. Yes, good job, Joe. I'm so proud of you. And and balls on a cock too. So, which part of the is the clitoris part of the vulva? Yes. Or the vagina? Well, technically, no. See, the clitoral hood is part of the vulva because it's external. However, the clitoris itself is inside of the hood, and therefore, it is just its own thing. It's not. It's it's a separate. Part of the female genitalia. There's a lot of pieces of female genitalia, I'm telling you. There's a fucking lot of them. You know, it's very interesting you just said that because, and I don't, Ira, my buddy Ira and I and Chris went to Home Depot and Ira made a statement on the way out, kind of sort of out of nowhere, I think, although he and Chris could have been talking about something. And he said, do you know that vaginas are like, no two are the same? And I'm like, well, I don't know that to be true, but yeah, I I would imagine that they're very different. Like, just like, you know. So I pretty much agree with that. I don't. Mine happens to be gold plated. I don't know. I mean, like, so I guess there's a lot of different types. Yeah. You know what I it's mean? It's like no two penises are the same. Let's face well, it. Well, that's what I said. I said, well, you know, there's no two, you know, everybody's, there's 
uh, there's some circumcised, there's some non-circumcised, some yeah. have go right, some go left, some go up, down. Some go Trust in. me, the straight ones with no foreskin are the best ones. Some have, uh, you know, a lot of fucking hair, some don't. Some are, mm. some are long and skinny, some are short and fat, right. some are fat and long. It's the same with vaginas. So... There's long vaginas? Yeah. Well, apparently... Well, there is long vaginas, yeah. you're correct. It's not long vulvas, I wouldn't imagine. I mean, Although, there the, is. one of the ones in these fucking... You ever hear roast beef flaps? Now, apparently, the average vagina is uh, seven inches deep or something like that. What? No. Is it's that like not true? Inches. It's like three inches. Well, then how does how do you get the twelve inch dick? They don't the three they're inch because they're fucking stretchy, and you feel that shit all the way up in your cervix. Must feel like it's coming out of your throat or something. A little. It it can be very uncomfortable. I would imagine. I've been there. Anyways, if you Google a hundred vulvas on the Guardian, was it with Al? No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> that that one's not uncomfortable. Well, his penis is not uncomfortable. It's very comfortable, actually. Now it's true. Is it true in that orifices. in the female uh, genitalia that most of the stimulation is in the vulva area? Uh, most of it would be in the clitoris. Yes, that would be that would uh, be where it is. So yeah. it's on the outside. And I the, mean, it's. That's essentially my dick. So, like, you know, you like getting right. your dick sucked? Yeah, suck on that thing. It's like, like sucking China, a dick. Remember China the Wrestler? She actually had, like, a penis... I know. Vile. A penis uh, clitoris. Yeah, vile. I didn't, yeah, that ain't right. I didn't see it, but... Yeah, she couldn't wear tight jeans. Oh, God. Can't wear skinny jeans because my knots don't fit? Sorry, yeah. that's a Jason. All right, line. let's wrap this shit up. Yeah, it's bedtime. If you Google 100 vulvas... You'll see the article I'm talking about, and there are literally a hundred vulvas. I think but I'm I telling just have you, to Google a hundred vulvas and look at a hundred. I'm just telling you that some of them. I mean, more power to those ladies to get somebody to lick that shit. Hey, I like the ones with the big hanging meat. Do you? Yeah, it makes it look sort of like, uh, you know, interesting. I mean, I looked at them, and there's one that literally looks like the hair is growing out from her vagina. It's a little frightening. Well, some of them, some of them look like they were hit with a fire axe. Well, that's what they are. They're an axe wound. It's an axe <laughs> wound. There's, it's there's a festering axe wound. There's some that look like somebody stepped on a ravioli. There are some yeah. that are pretty. It's you know. I don't. You know, it is what it is. All right, listen. <laughs> Have we had enough? I've of this? had a fucking enough. I've had. Enough. Listen, there just needed to be more vagina on this show, and I am glad to have brought more vagina to the show. You do bring the vagina, baby. Bring the vagina and the vulva and the clitoris. Listen, my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. So, Patty, we missed you, but we ended. We had a good she'll show. She'll listen to this, though. She Hopefully she'll be feeling better Saturday, and you can come with us to the Rebel Burger Bar. Yes. Ooh, yummy. I think she'll That's the current plan. She's... She was pretty good. Mini tuna tacos. Oh, mini tuna tacos. They got all kind of fun stuff. Total vagina euphemism. She was getting good. She was getting better. I hope your fucking car lights are working. I hope you fucking suck all my dicks. (laughs) Have her follow you. All right, now listen, everybody. My name is Al. His name is Joe. That was Kat. We had fun. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday, and then we're going to be taking another little breaky poo. 
But Joe will be putting up many clips because he's I'm getting good at it. I'm going to clips. Good. I just he's want everybody good. to know I had to come tonight because it's Valentine's Day and we couldn't have these two just making out. Mm. That would have been awkward. Right. Especially <laughs> because he doesn't have a vulva. Right. He does have a vagina. Right. Yeah. That's, his ass. that's a mangina. <laughs> mangina. <laughs> good night, everybody. All right. Good night, Waterbury. <laughs> <laughs>